I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to Game Time here on a Monday. Tom Barfield, Ward White, we're glad you're with us as we get ready to uh, ready to rock and roll on a Monday. Nice to, nice to have you with us here on this Monday. Ward, how you doing, by the way? Outstanding. Good. That's, that's, doing that's well. Good. Good doing deal. well. Pushing buttons. I, I got you. Can you give me just a little bit more over there here? You there you go. Better? Yeah, much. Uh, On the fly. You know, exactly. You know, last week, you were, I wouldn't say you were sick, but you, you kind of had that little scratchy voice and, and, you know, just kind of a cough and everything. Well, you must have passed it on to me. Now, wait a minute. Don't be blaming me. Yeah, I'm blaming you. I, I don't ever get sick. <laughs> And here I've got this little, I woke up in the middle of the night coughing, you know, one of them deals. And then once you get up and get moving around, you're fine. But And that's kind of where I'm at today. I sent you a text last night saying, get ready. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was last night about 8 or 9 o'clock, I think everybody in my house was happy, but I was losing my voice. And I thought, well, that's not real good if you're going to do a two-hour talk show. Uh, the next day. So anyway, uh, and we've got plenty to talk about. Cowboys crater. Uh, we thought you and I both thought they would. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't. They. Uh, here's my. Why would you think differently of a team that has played this way for the last two months? That's what I didn't understand. Why did you think just because someone posted a sign out front to say, "Okay, now we're in the playoffs," or you know, everything's all well? I mean, I didn't, they played exactly the way they played the last two months. You know, and we said that the the Eagles game, and the, you can go back to the Washington game, those two games were mirages. And, and everybody thought, well, you know, they they just had a slip up. They got it fixed again against the Eagles. I, I didn't think they did. but Well, and, and, and I got several things that I want to talk with you about on this game. But it, it, it's, I, I can tell you this. The only underdog to win was San Francisco. The only home team to lose was the Dallas Cowboys so far in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, I would not be surprised if another one loses tonight. It would not surprise me at all if Arizona beats Los Angeles. I th- and I told you this last week. I, this is the game that I am have been kind of – I like this game. I, I like the way this game matches up. I think this could be a fun game. Uh, and I hope it is because they – other than Buffalo, just just watching Buffalo's flawless execution Saturday well, they were, night, they were good in every phase. In every phase, did they have fourteen penalties? Nope. You know, did they did they did they mishandle this this end of game scenario again? No. So uh, we'll, we'll get into all of that uh, basketball. I was I was flipping back and forth. I was wearing the the uh, remote control out, uh, watching Baylor women against Kansas yesterday, and the start of the Cowboy game. I I, I I'm sorry. I I I thought it was over with. I thought it was done. I thought they were zero three, and I thought that there was problems. But somehow, some way, Nikki Collins' team makes a seven zero run in the last eleven seconds, and they win the game. 
And that's in my mind, that's a huge win. Had to have that win. Don't don't you agree? Just from a mental aspect, the that's zero it. and three and the one and two is totally different. Total different deal. Absolutely. Totally different. And now they finally get to come home and play a conference. They have yet to play a conference game in the Ferrell Center. All three of their conference games have been on the road. Now, they've had one scheduled, but it uh, it was wiped out because of, of COVID. They had Texas coming in here. And, you know. But the bottom line is they played three road games mm-hmm. in the league. And, you know, and I thought, well, surely they'll go to Lawrence and just beat the snot out of Kansas. Everybody does. But then you look up, and I didn't realize Kansas was 14-2. They're playing really well right now. <laughs> they are. And that wasn't a bad basketball team. No. Uh, but they, the, the women's team needed that win. Huge. In a, in a big, big way. Yep. From, from a mental standpoint, if nothing else. Not, yep. Nothing to do with standings or anything else. Just to get right. Yeah. To earn that paycheck at the end of the week, so to speak. When you work and work and work and then you don't, you don't get that, that win, you don't get that paycheck, it's kind of hard to go back to work. We'll get into that a little bit today. Uh, the Baylor men, I, I did not know, and I don't think anybody else did either, but James Akinjo was playing injured. So you were without Akinjo. You were without Sohan. You're shorthanded. But you know what? Nobody in the Big 12 is going to feel sorry for you. No. You got to go find a way, whatever that looks like. And my disappointment is not that they've lost two games last week. My disappointment is they lost two home games last week mm-hmm. as tough as it is to win on the road you got to take care of your home floor you got to defend the home court yeah and and unfortunately they dropped two now is there pressure on them and i know we're early in the season we're early in the conference race how big is the tuesday game against west virginia on the road in a that's huge in a strange time too i might add how about a four o'clock central tip time 3.30 broadcast tomorrow afternoon. I, I, I think don't it's a huge that. game. Yeah. Well, it's 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 the early game for TV, so. Well, 5 o'clock Eastern? Yeah. I thought it was 6 for the for the early game. Mm-hmm. It's 5, so they can get the 7 o'clock game. So they can get prime time. Well, it's always, let it's me just say that good. I've never seen a 5 o'clock tip time or a 4 o'clock tip time Central. Uh, I've always seen it they, to be. They've been doing that all 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 this season, and I don't know why they they changed it either. I don't know why, but I've I've been catching games early. For whatever reason, they're doing that to 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 pick up that seven o'clock, and maybe it's because maybe maybe they're doing it because of both games are on the East Coast, and it's really an eight o'clock tip for them, and it makes it seven o'clock for us, and so they bump it up. They really they should do something. You know, central time, and then then doing each. Yeah, time. I mean, it, so, anyway, it's a three thirty broadcast. And that's strange. Three, and I, you know, I've seen four thirties and fives, but I've never seen three thirty. I mean, it's like I, I thought we were playing a baseball doubleheader, three thirty start time. But uh, it, it, I don't care if they play it at noon. It's a big game, I yeah, think, yeah, for I the agree. Bears. I agree. Uh, it is a big game for Baylor. So. We'll get into that a little bit today. Jerry Hill's going to join us. We'll talk Baylor men's and women's basketball and kind of look around. And Jerry had a little special something-something take place at the Ferrell Center on Saturday that involved him and the president of the university. We'll get Jerry to explain that at 7.30. So, anyway, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, how do you view the season? How do you view 
the Cowboy season. Let us know on our CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Look, they, they did not win a home playoff game. So if winning the, the division, a bad division, if, that's, if that was your goal, you achieved it. But I'm not so sure that that was your goal. We've got some audio from Jerry Jones a little later on in the show. Makes you wonder. I mean, clearly it was yesterday afternoon and he was incredibly disappointed. But man, when you hear him talk and you hear the tone of his voice, hmm, it's interesting. And, and, and I'll give you this thought as we head to the break, Ward. You have ripped on that offensive coordinator from here to yonder. Mm-hmm. Let me throw this scenario at you. And I was just thinking about this last night because I thought, I thought they did it again. The one first-half drive that was productive that, that ended in a touchdown began with them running the football. And then they immediately got away from it again. And I'm just curious, is Kellen Moore's offensive game plan what Kellen Moore wants to do, or is it a directive from Mike McCarthy? Because he is the offensive guy. He's an offensive guy as much as, if not more than Kellen Moore is. I mean, he'd been around longer. Like, he Could he be doing the entire what, time when he was in Green when Bay. Green Bay was the play caller? You're right. So is is this is this a collaboration between the two? All week long, is this is this Mike is this Kellen Moore doing exactly what Mike McCarthy wants him to do, or is this Kellen Moore doing what he wants to do and Mike McCarthy giving him his blessing? Because clearly, Mike McCarthy has never, to our knowledge, vetoed again. You know, he's not going down there going stop doing that. Maybe he is. Maybe he's pressing that little button and saying stop doing it. He may have told him to quit running the ball the other day. <laughs> I don't know. But no, we don't know. It, it, it's where is Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy in putting the game plan together? Could they be doing it together? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'd like to, you know, I, I, I don't. I'd look, like to think that McCarthy's capable of doing that, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if his hands aren't tied. I wouldn't. Boy, then that's not a head coach. Well, I, I. Totally agree. That but, is not a head coach. That's just. But he didn't get to hire his offensive coordinator. Just remember that. Well, and, and the, the story will be, the narrative is, he interviewed him and decided to keep him because he thought he was a bright and up-and-coming offensive uh, coordinator. Well, yeah. That's that, the narrative. Do you believe that? I, I don't. Not I, I don't one know. bit. Not one bit. Normally, guys want to bring in at least in that position, coordinator positions. They want to bring in their guys. I, I keep other guys in other spots. Yeah, I've seen you, you I see that. I thoroughly believe that when he sat down at the table with with the Joneses, they said, "Okay, here's how this is going to go." He's he's this, not off the table. This is your offensive coordinator. Now, do you want the job? And you very well could be right. You very well could be right. Uh, I don't know that. I'm just no. I speculating. know, it, but. It's something clearly is not is not correct, and in the in the time management of that coaching staff is horrendous. It's terrible. I, I mean, th- that last sequence. I, I and I'm look, the play itself I wasn't totally against, 
But the way they handled it, they looked like they'd never practiced it. And, and Mike McCarthy would tell you they practiced that play every Friday and Saturday. Yeah, but Dak's got to get down after 10 yards. Right, and he went about 15, which killed he, the situation. Yes. It yeah. just killed the situation. It, it was a fire drill. Yeah, it was. And then you had people looking around and – uh, I mean, it was, there's a lack and here's, this is, this is 100% correct. There is a lack of focus on that football team. No doubt. Across the board. That's why you have 14 penalties, a ton of those pre-snap fouls, several of those fouls away from the football because you don't have the structure or the discipline. Where does that come from? Who does that fall in the lap of? That's Mike McCarthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. It falls on the coach and the coaching staff. It does. Now, what happens from here? Who knows? But it, it, th this is the same song, different verse when it comes to the Cowboys. You can change players. You can change coaches. At the end of the day, it, nothing changes. No, you're good enough to win your division, which stinks. That's it. A home. You've done that before. Only team so far to lose at home in the playoffs and mm. lose badly. Yeah, don't even look at the scoreboard. They they played poorly yesterday. Well, you know, and, and, and Dak played as as poor as anybody. They're kicking field goals. The 49ers are kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. And you can say, okay, well, give the Cowboy defense credit. Yeah, but why was it ten to nothing before you settled into your seat? Before you got the popcorn popped, why was it ten to nothing? Bad defensive play. They played and penalties. They ran the ball right down your throat. That's what they did. We said going into that, it, that's going to be the key. You've got to stop the run, and it's like they never even saw the run. I mean, it. They got gouged up front. The best, and I said, you know, we were talking about this at church yesterday, and you know, everybody went, "Well, what do you think? What do you think?" And I said. The team with the best players is the Dallas Cowboys. The best team is the San Francisco 49ers. And they were yesterday. They were the best team. Mm -hmm. and, and they won the football game. All right. Uh, 14 after 10. We're going to dive more into this thing here in just a second. Uh, again, uh, your overall thoughts. Uh, success, failure, indifferent when it comes to the Cowboys. Our uh, CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We'll see warmer weather today and tomorrow before our next cold front moves in by midweek. We're looking at a high today of 64 with plenty of sunshine. Tonight it'll be chilly, but not as chilly as the last few nights with a low of 38. Tomorrow expect more sunshine with even warmer conditions and a high of 75. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, January 20th, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and men's head coach Scott Drew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a speed bump. 
Did you hear what I said? I'm a speed bump. And if you have cut-rate car insurance, the cost to reattach your muffler could really be a bump in the road. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. The Waco Convention Center is turning 50 years old this year. Nearly everyone in Waco has attended an event at the Waco Convention Center at some point in their life. The Waco Convention Center's 50th anniversary celebration is Wednesday, January 26th from 3 to 6 p.m. and it's open to the public. It's a come-and-go reception with a special presentation at 4 o'clock. To share your memories and photos of your special events or for more information, please visit wacocc.com or go to their Facebook page, RSVP today Seven eighteen, it's 18 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we uh, move through a Monday morning, the uh, 19th of January, and uh, MLK Day, and happy MLK Day to you. If you're uh, off work today and out of school, uh, take a moment, reflect. Uh, don't just turn a television on or the radio on, but uh, take a moment. Jeff on our CNC Collision Center text line said it was like instant replay, like when Romo was quarterback and caused them to lose playoff games. Uh, speaking of Romo, did you think Romo could have been a bigger Cowboy cheerleader on the telecast yesterday? Yeah, he was. He was lingering. <laughs> he was rah rah. <laughs> I was wondering if he if Jim Nance was handing him pom poms or something. I mean, he was. He was all about those Cowboys. Ah, uh, so was it an upset? I mean, Cowboys were at home. They're the NFC East I, champs. Yeah, I, I think it was an upset. I do. I, now, I, was San Francisco playing better than the Cowboys coming in? Yes. Should it have been a, a, a game that, you know, they were certainly capable of winning? Yes. But being at home, Cowboys were, what, a three-and-a-half-point favorite? You know, at least the home field should give you that, or or a touchdown. Um, so yeah, and you said it well just a few minutes ago. The Cowboys had better players, but San Francisco's playing better. Yeah, there's and so yeah, I I think it was an upset. 
I, I looked at it and was in, in now the way the Cowboys looked. No, but that's the way they've looked the last two months. So therefore, I thought San Francisco had a great chance to win the game yesterday. Oh, I did too. I I, I agree with that. But I mean, in the overall picture of the thing, should the Cowboys have found a way to win? Yes, probably so. But they they couldn't get out of their own way. Russian attempts. San Francisco 38, Dallas 21. And four of those belong to Dak Prescott. Rushing yards was kind of humorous. Uh, trying to find my, my stat sheet here. Uh, Dallas averaged 3.7 a carry and San Francisco 4.7 a carry. Penalties, Dallas 14 flags. 14 penalties that's all you need to hear yeah and and you and I were talking before we went on the air they played 17 regular season games in one playoff game a total of 18 games outside of the NFC East outside of their division the Cowboys were six and six six and six that's average Mm -hmm. I don't care how you slice it that's average they were six and six Against non-NFC East teams. And I put that on the offense. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. Uh, after the game, the 14 penalties obviously came up in the press conference. Mike McCarthy was asked, does your team have discipline? I wouldn't say run discipline. Uh, I think the, the fact that, you know, the, the physicality, you know, when, when, it's, when it's weighed – uh, you, know, you know, when you, you're trying to get your team to play to a certain play style, you know, there, there's definitely some growing pains that we, we've gone through. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and go through the efficiency. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think, it, you know, over, over the long haul, you, you hope it balances out. Um, you know, I, I thought I thought they would let these teams play today. Um, but, you know, that's that's for them to answer. And, and I'm sure they'll be they'll be uh, they'll have their comments on how they felt the game was officiated. What do you mean you thought you were going to let them play? Most of your fouls were pre-snap penalties. How can you let them play there? False start, encroachment, delay a game? Yeah, those those penalties are mental penalties that are unacceptable. And that's not on the official. Now, some of the holding calls, yeah. But, I mean, look, you, you, can't, you can't let the officials insert themselves into the game. And they, you know. That's on you. Those same dudes officiated for the San Francisco 49ers, and they didn't call 14 fouls on them. I mean, come on. And and that's supposed to be an all-star crew, which I've always had a problem with that. I would like to, you know, I would like to see a crew be assigned a playoff game. Not, hey, that's the third best line judge, so let's put him with the second best referee and the fourth best back judge. You know, they, they mix and match him in the playoffs. Put the crews together for those and let the crews work the games. Anyway, uh, McCarthy went on to talk about that last play and, and, and the, the mechanics of the last play. I've never seen that come down, you know, the way it came down, you know, as far as the collision between the umpire and the quarterback. Um, you know, we were, um, you know, we're you know, trying to get inside the 30-yard line to set up the last play. Uh, the mechanics were intact. I, I felt from our, from our end of it, um, you know, the communication that I was given on the sideline 
that uh, they were reviewing it. They were going to put you know time back on the clock, and um, the next thing I know that uh, they're running off the field. So that's that's all. That's the only facts I have for you. Go to New York to review. Or that's the only thing I got for you. You, know? you were told that you were told they're going to put. Time yeah, he thought he's going to put. They're going to put time back on the clock. Why would they put time back on the clock? I have no idea. Look, the official is part of the game. They do their very best mechanically to, to stay out of the way. And, and But, you know, you, you've seen plays where the tight end's going across the middle and he runs into the, uh, the umpire. They don't stop the game and put time back on the clock. No. They try to get out of the way, but sometimes they don't. And quite frankly, it shouldn't have came down to that's a split second. And what's your fire drill play? Okay, we're going to try to spike it here. Oh, we can't. We ran into the umpire. What's the fire drill play? Did they have one? Like, you know, like when you have a, a bobbled snap on an extra point of field goal. You got a fire drill play, right? Mm-hmm. Don't Wouldn't you think you'd have a fire drill play here? Under this scenario, hey, uh, the ball got moved and, and we can't get it spiked. We we got we got one snap and away we go. Yeah, you I, surely you have some kind of recourse, but you had you had offensive linemen looking around like what's going on. Again, it shouldn't have been it. You shouldn't have put yourself in that position where you needed that. No, I agree Bottom with line. that. Yeah. And I in my first thought when he took off and ran with it, I said he's going to get about five or seven yards, and then he's going to angle and get out of bounds. Dak Prescott is big enough to lower his shoulder and get out of bounds, but he didn't. He went right down the middle of the field, and he, and I you and I talked about it. I think he went too far. I think he did too. And once you get ten yards, you've got to get out. You got to be aware of the clock. You just with thirteen seconds, you don't have enough time to to. Try to get inside. And Mike McCarthy's excuse was we, we wanted to get inside down to the 25-yard line so we could run four verticals instead of running the Hail Mary. Well, I, okay. How'd I mean, that work out for you? You're telling me that 15 yards is a, is a difference in your quarterback being able to run, throw a vertical pass to four different receivers and see if they can get open? If it is, you got a quarterback problem. Look, it's a no matter what. If they execute the play flawlessly, it's it's a long shot at best. Still, yeah. I mean, you're in a position where you're 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 throwing for your your football life. Whether it's 15 yards back, you know, look, they had what don't you agree that they could have had two throws to the end zone from where they were with 14 seconds? 7 seconds is a long time. Yeah. Uh so, I, I don't know. I mean, but I'm like you. I mean, you can sit there and nitpick that all day long. Why were you in that position? You, that, you know, That's my biggest deal. And, and why is 94 tackling an offensive tackle and giving them an automatic first down, five yards and an automatic first down inside that minute or right around the, the one-minute mark? Why, why are you doing what, – what purpose did that serve? And he did. He tackled him. Oh, he did. He, I mean, he's got a bear hug going. Why? A lack of discipline. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. All right, uh, 727, a couple quick notes here. The Cowboys season ended like it has been going the whole year. Dak trying to do too much without letting anyone help. The Cowboys have fundamental flaw. They are afraid if running the ball both on the offense and defensive side of the ball. And let's see. We 
What a great morning, guys. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great today. Let's go Niners. Way to go, JR. All right, JR, we're with you. Your Niners are going to Green Bay. Let's see how that works out. But you know what? They're going to hey, Green Bay. Going. That's exactly right. They're going. Now, will everybody in San Francisco get off Jimmy Garoppolo's back? He won a playoff game for you. It's hard to do. Just ask the Cowboys. 728, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. We're going to talk to Jerry Hill coming up in just a couple of minutes. But first, we're going to talk about our good friends over at Circle Drug. That's 3211 Robinson Drive. Uh, Steve, Doc Everett, and the crew, man, they do such a great job. If, if you're looking for a place to do business that you're, you're not a number, you're not just a good to see you, you know, just the, the fake idle chit-chat, you're, you're really important to them, then the place to look is Circle Drug. Locally owned, independent pharmacy, uh, your one-stop shop for all your pharmaceutical and medical supply needs. Free delivery? Yes, indeed. W- with that hectic schedule, if if you need Circle Drug to run you your prescription out to you, they're going to do that. Free delivery to your home or to your office. They uh, they do prescription compounding, diabetic shoes and inserts. Uh, they do CBD products. They do vaccines. And, and look, I love it. I called them the other day. Hey, need some help? Uh, I need my prescriptions refilled. Plus, I made a switch at the first of the year on on my uh, on my insurance, and so I, I've got a little different deal going. It took it was painless. I was worried about it because I thought it would take forever to get all that paperwork process and, and and get my prescriptions filled. Nope, took about thirty seconds. Uh, they did a great. I handed them the new card. Next thing you know, everything's done, and I'm getting my prescriptions filled. That's the kind of service you're going to get at Circle Drug, and I love their hours. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6. They're going to stay open that extra hour because they know, hey, you get off work at 5, you need to be able to run by there and get and grab your prescriptions. Well, you can do it. You get all the way till 6. On Saturdays, they know people work a half a day, so they're open till 2, 9 till 2 on Saturdays to make sure that they take great care of you. It's Circle Drug, and they're 3211 Robinson Drive. Recently on the John Moore Show. I know one Oklahoma State fan who's not doing oh, well. Oh, man. I can imagine. And, I'm, and I have, like, there are schools that I really dislike. Oklahoma State's not one of them. We right. talked about it. I, I like Coach Gundy. I, I generally support their athletics if they're not playing Baylor, you know. But I, I can imagine the feeling on the other side. How's young Sarah? <laughs> I personally, the line of what's too far to joke about is almost non-existent to me. Yeah, like, no to line. me, laughter makes things better. Oh, I'm the same way, but yeah. it doesn't always work with everyone like that. You're right. <laughs> and so this week in our office, there has been a strict gag order that do not make any jokes about the Big 12 championship game. Don't make jokes about your loan coming up a foot short. Oh. Don't, like, just... No, I'm serious, like... The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? Well, you don't have to. La Fiesta is hiring. Come join the family-owned and operated Best Mexican Restaurant in Waco, home of the famous Purple Margarita and famous Chili Con Queso. Join the La Fiesta family today. Great money and flexible with your schedule. Call us today at 254-292-2411 or come by 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. You can also apply online at lafiesta.com. Be a part of the La Fiesta family. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. 
If you're an employer and you want to win the competition for good employees, you need the right package of benefits. You know, one of the biggest things that employers have to be mindful of is attracting talent. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. And today, we all know that uh, talent is harder to find and harder to keep than ever before. And there are studies out there that show it, that employees have actually left one employer for another not because they pay better, but because their benefit package was more beneficial. And that's where we come in to help, is to make that benefit package affordable, valuable, and to attract and retain the talent that you have. And I really have been able to help people. Hurley Benefit Services stands alone in the industry in offering unique, cost-saving health coverage for employers and their employees. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. There will be a change at the top of the college basketball top 20 as Baylor lost to Oklahoma State 61-54 on Saturday for their second straight loss. The Baylor women, meanwhile, righted the ship with an 82-79 win over Kansas. The Cowboys spotted the 49ers 10 points and could never recover, losing at home 23-17. The 49ers will go to Green Bay next week. The Rams and Chargers meet tonight to decide who will play at Tampa Bay in the other NFC Divisional game. In the AFC wildcard games, the Bengals dropped the Raiders 26-19 and Buffalo bombed New England 47-17. Last night, the Chiefs popped the Steelers 42-21. That sets up divisional games between Buffalo and the Chiefs, while Tennessee will host the Bengals. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.33, welcome back into the program. As we welcome into the program on this Monday morning, we welcome in Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Tommy. Um, I'm not, I haven't been dancing in a while, but uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that in just a second. <laughs> as we speak to the Director of Sports Journalism for Beta University, uh, Jerry, first of all, Talk to me about Saturday and what happened. I guess it's around halftime uh, with with the president of the university and one Jerry Hill. That was pretty cool, Tommy. Um, I, Jonathan, my my one of my sons, he had nominated me for Baylor alumnus by choice, and um, I wasn't able to go to the ceremony Saturday morning. And this was kind of arranged through John Morris. Hmm. Um, but, um, they were just going to bring the diploma there and they were going to present it to me at halftime. He had sent me a text and said, Hey, can you join us at halftime? We want to talk, you know, we kind of want to wrap football up and, and talk a little women's basketball. So I, you know, I took that for his word. Um, but I, you know, so I show up down there and then all of a sudden there's Dr. Livingstone standing there with a diploma. So, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, Tommy, I felt bad about not making it to the ceremony, but I, maybe this was better. I mean, when you get the diploma presented to you by the president right there, uh, at a ball uh, game, by the way, at a ball game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was amazing. So, um, you know, kudos to John, uh, John and Pat for setting that up. So, uh, pretty cool day. 
Absolutely. All right, let's work backwards. Let's start with uh, yesterday's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thought of mm-hmm. Nikki's team starting zero and three, and I realize it's all on the road, and they were all close games. All of that, I realize all that. Yeah. But the yeah. the idea of starting zero and three, holy moly! Yeah. Uh, but somehow, some way, with eleven seconds to go in the game, they found a way to get it done. That that was that was pretty amazing. That was, you know, it was actually a fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there were runs and, and back and forth and all of that. And, and Kansas, is, Kansas is a good team. Kansas had beaten Texas. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, you know, they were staring square at it, 0-3 in conference, down four with, you know, under 20 seconds to go. And, uh, you know, Jamie Asbury misses a three from the corner and then, you know, comes right back to her and, and she hits it at the top of the key to cut it to one. And then, you know, they had obviously a, a big break right after that where uh, Kansas threw away the inbounds pass and Asbury gets fouled and, and Baylor makes four free throws down the stretch. So I, it's a big win. You know, they needed that. Um, I think it's a huge weight off their shoulders. Um, you know, as, as coach Collins said, the players needed it, but I think she did too. I think I think the coaching mm-hmm. staff needed it because they had they had been in those close games and just hadn't been able to close them out. They'd been in every game, obviously, um, but you know, and and even going back to you know some of the non-conference games, they weren't able to you know close it out against some of those teams as well. So this was big just to kind of get over that hump, um, if you will. And and you know now you're sitting there. I mean, yes, you're only one and two. And Iowa State's sitting there at five and zero, but I, I think this gives you a chance. It kind of leaves the window open, and there's a lot of games to play. You know, the one thing I took away from it, Melissa Smith had another terrific game, double double, fifteen and ten. But she didn't have to be Superman in this one. Your guards played really, really well. Yeah, and I don't know that Melissa played super. I mean, she was six for twenty-two. Yeah, um, she really struggled shooting the ball, but yeah, she still finishes with a double double. Um, but you got um, you got that from her. You got one point from Jordan Lewis. Those are your two leading scorers coming into the game. And as Nikki said, they were a combined six for 29, and you won the game. So I think that's a good sign, too, that you can win without Melissa, you know, just having to carry you. And, you know, other players did step up, and that should give them confidence. I mean, Sarah Andrews hit seven three-pointers and scored a career-high 25. Uh, Jamie Asbury, who had struggled most of the year, she hit six threes and scored 20 points. So, you know, those were the ones that kind of carried you yesterday. But, again, that, that it's got to give you a little bit of confidence going forward that, hey, we can do this. How much does that help your confidence, just being able to, to steal one on the road like that? Yeah, and, and Ward, I think, too, you know, I think it gives them confidence. Uh, when You know, when you see the ball go through the hoop, uh, as Sarah and Jamie did, I think that gives you a lot of confidence. But, yeah, I, you know, regardless of what you think about Kansas, they had won some games. They had won back-to-back games on the road against TCU and, and a ranked Texas team. So, uh, yeah, I think it does give them confidence. Um, you know, and I think Kansas, Kansas came into that game with confidence because they had won. Now Baylor's won a game, and I think they do have confidence going into this week that, you know what, we can play. We knew we could play with anybody. We won a game, and now we've got a chance. Uh, so now let's switch gears and talk about Saturday's game. Jerry, and I didn't know that Akinjo was hurting. Still gave him 22 minutes, uh, but certainly not, not, in, not in a good spot. I mean, he's, he's hurting. Uh, you, you, you still didn't have Sohan. 
for uh, for another ball game. Right. But nobody in the Big Twelve is going to feel sorry for Scott Drew's no. basketball team because they got a couple guys hurt. And and I think Scott said it in the post game. Everybody's banged up. You know, when you're this deep into a season, everybody's got nicks and bruises and you know limping and that kind of stuff. So you just got to play through it. Um, Akinjo, you know, obviously dealing with the tailbone injury, uh, or as Scott said, buttocks injury, um, you know, him dealing with that, he was, uh, I believe he was one for eight. Adam Flagler was one for 10. So again, you, you have two guards that go two for 18. Um, you're going to have a, you're going to have a hard time winning. Um, so I give them credit for, I mean, you're down 18, and you get it back to one. And I honestly, I with that role they were on, I thought they were going to win it. You know, when they got it down to three with about two minutes to go, I I was just convinced that Baylor was going to find a way to win it. But, uh, you know, just couldn't do it there at the end. Um, Flagler had a couple of turnovers that were really crucial. I mean, they had the ball down one, and he just lost it going up. You know, he was driving to the rim and lost it. Um, I think if they score there, they're probably going to win the game. But, uh had two turnovers in the last how many ever seconds and and lose it uh, lose it by six. Jerry, I know it's concerning that they have lost two in a row, but is it more concerning that they've lost two in a row on their home floor? Absolutely. I mean, you hate losing. I mean, because that you, you win a conference championship by winning your home games and then trying to split or maybe do a little better than that on the road. And and so now I think they're going to have to win some on the road that you know maybe you wouldn't think that they would they could win but uh you know obviously they're right there i mean i think kansas is three and one now baylor's three and two so it, you know it's it, again it's very early in the conference but yeah those two home losses stick with you uh, and now you pretty much have to go on the road and beat those two teams that beat you here because that kind of you know evens it up a little bit um, but again i think you're going to have to go on the road and win some game i mean i think west virginia tuesday is going to be a tough game and i was headed right there How, right. because of the the two game skid this mm-hmm. is tuesday's game magnified i think so i mean you you just want to get out of that rut uh and it may be hard with uh, you know particularly depending on akinjo's availability he didn't play about the last 10 minutes of that game i kept wondering you know where he was but you know, it was explained a little bit in the in the post game that he had had a fall and you know and hurt his his tailbone. So, uh, you know, if he's not available, if or you know, it limited availability, and then I don't think Sohan will, will be back yet. I mean, he had a pretty good sprained ankle. I, I'm guessing he's not back till maybe early February even. And and I I think he's a big difference on this team. I mean, I, you can you can point to stats. I mean, he they're 15 and 0 with him and 0 and 2 without him. So. But yeah, Tommy, I think I think they need to, you know, kind of get back on track, I guess. Um you you don't panic when you've lost two games, but as Ward said, they were two games at home and two very different games. I mean, Tech you were up, you know, 15 early, uh and you know, had a chance to kind of stick a fork in it and didn't do it and then, you know, lost that game in the second half. This one, I think, you know, for for all intents and purposes was lost in the first half when you're down 18. So they just got to figure some things out. Um, Scott talked about it in the post game that, you know, they've got to change. If, if this is who they've got, they've got to do some things to change things up to put them in a better position because, you know, again, they really struggled. Uh, you know, Adam Flagler is probably not going to go one for ten again. But, uh, yeah, they've got to figure some things out on, on how to score on offense. Jerry, does it show that depth may be a problem with this team? 
Oh, I think it, I think it is, and and you kind of knew that a little bit coming into the year. Um, you know, they're they're really good. You know, eight or nine, something like that. But you know, once you get past that, you know, obviously they didn't have a lot of options to turn to because they didn't turn to them, even with you know Akinjo hurting and stuff. So I thought Dale Bonner gave them some good minutes. Um, you know, he's he's not the answer, but he gave them some good minutes in terms of defense. He scored on a layup there at the, in that run toward the end of the game so he can help you um but yeah i don't think they have the the kind of depth you need particularly when you you, you kind of lose one uh, you know one front court one back court guy so um that that makes that makes a big difference and you know i don't know if if any of the other guys are in position to where they could help you like you've got a seven footer zach loveday over there that i know he can shoot from the outside but i don't think he's very you know strong or physical inside um Jordan Turner is you know has given them some good minutes in the past but you know they may need some of those guys to step up and fill roles I know this is a perimeter shooting team but are are they getting offensively what they need out of out of Thamba and out of Chachua no I don't think so um and I I think in some games you know they're I think they were intimidated a little bit this this game uh against Oklahoma State with Cisse there in the middle. I mean, he's a seven-footer, physical seven-footer, um, and and he didn't block a lot of shots, but you could tell he intimidated a lot of shots. I know Flo, I think had a had an air ball on one that he that he threw up a hook shot. So yeah, no, I think you need to get more from them, and particularly when your guards are struggling, just like we talked about with Nalissa struggling in the women's game, and your guards stepped up. You know, when your guards are struggling like that, you need more production from those inside games. You need more production from Kendall Brown, too. I mean, Kendall had a stretch there pre-conference where he was double figures every game, and he hadn't done it in conference. I thought he played better this game. He gave him some good, you know, he rebounds, assists, things like that. But he's got to be a scorer. I mean, that's a very talented guy that's just – he hadn't scored in double figures, like I said, since they started conference. So uh, they got to get him going as well. And, you know, with Jeremy out, you really needed Kendall to step up, and he hasn't done that yet. Jerry, what are you, uh, what are you working on for uh, the Baylor Bear Insider? Yeah, you know, another busy week for basketball with, West, you know, the men playing at West Virginia. The women get a couple of home games this week. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it'll be another basketball-heavy week. And, and now you've got uh, the tennis team starting. you got track uh, – you know, going to a meet out at Lubbock this last week. They go to Iowa this week. Uh, it doesn't slow down, Tommy. It it, it ratchets up, if anything. Hey, when the when the women's tennis team heads back out to Vegas, if you need me to to string that for you, I'll be more. Hey, look, I'm here you for you. Covered. Hey, man, I appreciate that. <laughs> You're always there. For me. <laughs> All right, Jerry, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. We'll see. Thanks, we'll see guys. you again soon. That is uh, Jerry Hill, the uh, director of sports journalism. Uh, at Baylor University. Uh, 7.46, we're 14 away from 8. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. As someone who grew up here, as a diehard sports fan, especially football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine, to his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. 
cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Northern Tool and Equipment is the store for over 100,000 tools. Here you'll find the right tool for any job. With brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Honda, Lincoln, and more, our annual storage sale is going on now with savings up to 50%. The deals are stacking up on shelving, storage bins, racks, job site boxes, and more. Plus, select truck boxes are 20% off. It's time to put every tool in its place. Visit Northern Tool and Equipment. Quality tools for serious work. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. There will be a change at the top of the college basketball top 20 as Baylor lost to Oklahoma State 61-54 on Saturday for their second straight loss. The Baylor women, meanwhile, righted the ship with an 82-79 win over Kansas. The Cowboys spotted the 49ers 10 points and could never recover, losing at home 23-17. The 49ers will go to Green Bay next week. The Rams and Chargers meet tonight to decide who will play at Tampa Bay in the other NFC Divisional game. In the AFC wildcard games, the Bengals dropped the Raiders 26-19 and Buffalo bombed New England 47-17. Last night, the Chiefs popped the Steelers 42-21. That sets up divisional games between Buffalo and the Chiefs, while Tennessee will host the Bengals. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You got me running, going out of my mind. You got me thinking that I'm wasting my time. Don't bring me down. No, no, All right, 7.50, 10 away from 8. This is Game time on a Monday. Tom Ward, we're glad you're with us. Cowboys lose yesterday. Wrap up their season at uh, twelve and six overall. And again, if you're uh, if you're just looking at the the body of work outside of their division, outside the NFC East, the Cowboys went six and six against non NFC East teams. 49ers win at twenty three seventeen. Ah, uh, Bengals win over the Raiders. Bills, was that the most complete NFL game you've seen this year? Considering what was at stake and on the line? Yeah, it has to be pretty close. Weather was horrible. I mean, what was it? Three degrees, seven degrees? I don't know. Seven degrees. Cold. It was cold. It was cold. And the Bills offensively, I, I, I thought they were borderline flawless. Defensively, they were terrific. Their special teams was outstanding. Kicky game, kicking that hard football. It was terrific. No, oh, they took him to the shed. Yeah. And, and, and they went 47-17, and I don't think it was that close. Oh, I don't I don't either. I, that was the biggest loss Bill Belichick's ever had in a playoff game. Ever. Tampa beats the Eagles at home. They knew, move on. Knew that was coming. Yep. And, and the Chiefs route the Steelers. 
another one that wasn't that close, 42-21. No, but I wish I wish Ben would have got a, yeah. a touchdown at the end for his last throw, possibly his it last throw, but it, it it, been it's good. his last throw. No, I, get I, it. I, I, I thought that would have been cool. And tonight, it's the Rams and the Cardinals. Hope it's more entertaining than some of them we've seen. Well, heck, other again, I'm with you. Other than, other than the just watching the the execution of Buffalo, the, those these games weren't very entertaining. No, I mean it. It was. I mean it. That was that was surgery. What you saw on with Buffalo, and and that's fun Ooh. to watch sometimes. Well, but, it was. But I, I competitive wise, I, I I'd like to see tonight be competitive. And again, there's only one team so far that has played at home and, and not advanced. One. Yes, thought I'd do. pass that along to you. Mm. One. Uh, did I say one? Mm-hmm. Is it two tonight? Do the, do the Cardinals beat the Rams on the road? No. You like the Rams? I do. I tell you what, I like both quarterbacks in this game. I think this is going to be uh, a quarterback game. I do too. Very different, but... I think this is a quarterback game. I, I'm. This is the one I said last week that I was. Other than yep. the Cowboy game, this is the one I was looking forward to, and I'm. I'm looking forward to it now. They probably would have preferred to have played on Sunday, you know, because now whoever wins this game has the short week. But I guess that's what you get for being a, in the wild card game and not winning your division and or winning the one of the top two spots and, and sitting at home. So anyway. Or, or was it just Green Bay? Who was it? Only one bye this year. Green Bay drew a bye mm-hmm. in the Tennessee. NFC and Tennessee in the AFC, yep. but nobody else. Everybody no, else, it. everybody, and they kept calling it Super Wild Card because like, well, they added a game. Right, I, I get it, but I mean, anyway. And here's here's a Monday night game for the first time ever in a NFL playoff scenario. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think tonight's going to be a fun one. I, I, I really do. I, th- I think it has the chance to be maybe the most entertaining game of the bunch. Uh, I, I, I just like the way both of these teams go about their business. And we're going to find out as they uh, strap it on tonight. What is it, 7-15 uh, for the kick? Yep. It's, they're going to treat it just like regular Monday night football. So, mm-hmm. Just like last night, <laughs> NBC treated that uh, a game like Sunday night football. But uh, I was watching Buffalo and New England. I, I I just felt cold, but you know. But how many dudes were out there without long sleeves on? Because they were. I guess once they got to going, they got to going. Yeah. Now those officials and those coaches were bundled up. They they were layered up pretty good. But but how about the fans in the stands? I mean, they were. They were locked in. They were engaged in a seven-degree night. Well, it's been a long time for them. It's been a long time since they've had a team like this to to be able to, you know, get behind. And look, they they live in that. It doesn't bother them. No, I guess you're right. I mean, but it would bother me. Whoo, to the point to where I would say, here's my tickets. I'm staying in the hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's seven degrees, folks. Not doing it. Can't see it happening. All right, uh, coming up in just a second, John's going to get us up to speed on what's going on with the uh, Baylor uh, Athletics. We'll get to the uh, Sports Beat program in just a second. But right now, we're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. John Emery, uh, and, and now the fearless leader is Braden Emery. 
The Emory families, they've just been doing this since 43. Stop and think about that. That's over four generations taking care of your needs uh, all the way back to 1943. Their reputation has been built one customer at a time. They offer the best in customer metal buildings, residential metal roofing, uh, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They also carry all sizes of pipe from 1.5 inch to 24 inches. They also stock American Grade 60 rebar. What I'm trying to explain to you is they're basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. They've got two great locations. They're down in Bryan and also here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5 and again on Saturdays from 8 until noon. And again, you can check them out 24-7 when you go to PioneerBoys.com. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat. Your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up. Tough loss for Scott Drew and the Baylor men, but a thrilling come-from-behind win for the Baylor women on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Inbounds, flow to Tot. Cilione passes left side to Brousseau. She doesn't get the shot off, and it banks off the back iron anyway. Baylor with the win on the road, 82-79. to They score the game's final seven points in the waning moments. Final call from Derek Smith, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Yesterday, as the Baylor women knocked off Kansas, 82-79 the final score. Baylor got a combined 45 points from guards Sarah Andrews and Jamie Asbury, a game in which they trailed by four with 13 seconds to play, but scored, as Derek said, the final seven points of the game. After the game, Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin following her first Big 12 conference victory. You know, huge, huge three by Jamie, um, huge steal by Jamie, you know, and, and them fouling. Um, you know, it's one of those you look back. I mean, they basically intentionally fouled her, and, and uh, they had the lead. Um, so that was, that was kind of crazy, but we did a good job of, of, of covering up the three-point line late, making our free throws, getting the rebound when we had to. So, you know, these guys deserved, they deserved to win one of these close games. They deserved um, to be in one of these situations and have it go their way. And I've said all year long, like, you know, it, it takes two of our three guards shooting the basketball well for us to, to be good. And, and tonight we actually got exceptional shooting performances from Sarah and Jamie. 
Nikki Collin and the Baylor women now 11-4 on the season. They are 1-2 in Big 12 conference play. And having played just one game in the Farrell Center over the last five weeks, they are home twice this week, beginning with Oklahoma State, 7 o'clock Wednesday in the Farrell Center. Meanwhile, Saturday in the Farrell Center, the Oklahoma State men got the better of the Bears, knocking off Baylor 61-54, the final score. Baylor slowed due to a back injury to James Akinjo. They played without Jeremy Sohan again. The Cowboys played inspired basketball to get the win over the Bears, handing Baylor its second consecutive home loss. The Baylor men now leaving town today, headed to Morgantown. They'll play the Mountaineers tomorrow on the air at 3.30, tip-off at 4 Central Time here on ESPN Central Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center this Wednesday hosting Oklahoma State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off. Wednesday. Join Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. That's Hootie, isn't it? Hootie and the Bullfish. You ever seen them? Yes. They're good. Good, good, good. Uh, the 8 o'clock hour, by the way, is uh, brought to you by VersaLift Southwest. You can elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. They offer a great benefit package and outstanding starting pay. You can stop by 7601 Imperial Drive and apply today. All right. Uh, John was talking about the basketball game yesterday uh or, or saturday and in in ward this it was just it was one of those deals i mean first of all it was like they had some opportunities early and they just couldn't get the ball in the hole uh in the first in the first first half i mean early in the first half it, it was like there was cellophane on top of the rim uh they just couldn't get it to fall and in oklahoma state kept finding ways to to get baskets and, and and built a what I thought was a pretty comfortable lead, uh, but the Bears fought back. Give them some credit; they fought back, but they didn't they didn't get the offensive production they normally get from a Ken Joe. They certainly didn't get it from Flagler, uh, and you know they finding points was difficult on Saturday, and consequently they lose for the second consecutive day, a second consecutive game at home. And you mentioned it; it's not just that they got beat. Uh, back-to-back games, welcome to the Big 12, 
But the fact that they lost both games at home, that's tough. And, and you know what? You're going to have to – and Jerry Hill said it. You're going to have to find a way to steal one on the road uh, or maybe even two on the road. So we'll see. I just think Tuesday – I don't know that it's a must-win type deal, but I, I, you'd like to see some of the things that they didn't do well cleaned up and you want to see them play better. Uh and again, make no mistake about it. This is an outstanding basketball team, and you know we're they dropped two games in a row. It's not the end of the world. But again, with that said, you'd like to see you'd like to see them come out and play well on Tuesday. They've got to play well. Just out of the confident, we talked about the women just needing that game uh, to get confidence uh, on the road. They need that as well for the Baylor. You don't want to go on a three game slide, not in this conference. No. Uh, it's it's difficult enough, but you don't want to make things harder on yourself. And look, Morgantown's not an easy place to go in and win. It's just not. It's not an easy place to get to. It's a it's a difficult travel game, and when it's difficult to travel to, then you know, it's it's sometimes it's difficult to play in. Now, what will the crowd look like with that early afternoon game? That it'll I, be rocking. I, I'll I'll be curious to see what the what the crowd looks like. With the uh, with the early afternoon start, so yeah, everybody's going to skip class. If you got late classes in the afternoon or labs, you're gonna <laughs> they don't s- exist. They don't exist. <laughs> I mean, they'll be they'll be starting early. In the game Saturday, Baylor trailed by seventeen with eleven minutes to go, and then went on a twenty-five to nine run to cut that lead to fifty-five fifty-four. And I'm like, Jerry, okay, uh, th- they're they're cooking right now. They got it to they they went on that twenty-five nine run and uh, I. They got what I think is a layup, and they lose the ball out of bounds. Then the next trip down the floor, they they throw it away, uh, and, and throw you know throw it into the arms of Oklahoma State. It's a steal. The last two trips down the floor, they didn't get they didn't get a shot, which is unfortunate. But uh, Baylor's now twenty and two at home over the last two seasons, and thirty four and three at home over the last three seasons. They were going into last week thirty four and one. Still, that just kind of shows you where the program is when you're when you have a two game home losing streak, and you're thirty four and three at home. But you like, I know you like to you like to get the thing cleaned up a little bit. After the game, Scott Drew met with the media. First and foremost, for those that didn't know, uh, uh, James was really banged up and didn't. I didn't even think he was going to play, and he, he gutted it out. Um, but obviously, that affected him. And um, that when you're when you're when you're down, uh, Jeremy Langston, James, uh, eventually those things catch up to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I thought we had some shots in the beginning of the game, but uh, uh, we didn't make them. Credit uh, Oklahoma State for coming out and uh, operating and making shots, getting a lead, stretching the lead. Um, our our turnovers led to direct buckets. That was huge for them. Um, credit at our guys with 10 minutes to go in the crowd you, you, you helped us get back in it you gave us a chance to uh, down one to take the lead um, we could have gotten a loose ball mm-hmm. um, on one maybe you get a breakaway dunk I mean um, so many so many things if sands can if ifs and buts were candy nuts it'd be Christmas every day mm-hmm. so um, uh, I thought uh, uh, we got to get guys in the training room and get them healthy mm-hmm. and uh, um, we're we're a really good team when we have everyone when we're when we're 
down guys just like everyone else were really vulnerable and then you really rely on that outside shot and um, when you're not hitting it uh, I mean credit we had 14 to 7 second chance points so it wasn't like we weren't trying on the glass that's that's a number you can win with um, 11 turnovers why we were able to get back in the game as we stopped turning it over and letting them get layups and dunks um, but at the end, end of the day that too little too late with the, uh, that aspect and uh, life in the Big 12, got to have a short-term memory, get guys healthy, and then hopefully this week on the road we'll have a little better performances. That is Scott Drew after the game. And, and, and by the way, that audio courtesy of the uh, Baylor Radio Network from Learfield, and that was um, Coach Drew visiting with uh, John Morris and Pat Nunley after the game. And, and again, it's like we talked about, uh, Ward, this team just so – you flush these two, uh, you – do a little film study and, and make sure you understand the things that you need and, and, and you go about your business and you get on the plane today and you, you head out to, to Morgantown and, and you play tomorrow afternoon, 3.30 for the pregame, 4 o'clock for the tip. Elsewhere in the league, I, I thought the day in the league was interesting. Texas Tech, your Red Raiders, last week they beat Kansas, number six in the country. They beat Baylor, number one in the country. Then they go to Manhattan, who has not won in Kansas State, and they have not won a game in the Big 12, and they get beat by 11. Late an egg. Welcome to the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kansas State's a good basketball team, and they were 0-4. Now, they were close in a couple of games. I mean, really close. Right. But the bottom line is, they didn't win them. They were 0-4, dead last in the league, and they beat the hottest team in America. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, Iowa State beats Texas. Uh, Kansas routed West Virginia, by the way. Oh, I, I watched part of that. It was ugly. Yeah, it was. They, they, uh, <laughs> boy, Kansas looks good right now. Or, you know, they did against West Virginia. But in this league, it's day to day. But it, it was in their field house. Yeah. And that's, again, it's tough to go on the road and win in this, in this league. And I, you know, I, it's going to be interesting to see how Baylor makes that up because, you know, that's one thing that you look at going, all right, well, if if you're going to be the big dog in this conference, you got to take care of your home floor. Just have to. And find a way to steal one because it's so hard to go on the road and win in this conference. And that's why you call it stealing one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, home teams hold serve. In yeah. this thing, well, find, find a way to get it done at home. You just have to. Now, t- now, now you you've got to split with, you know, Texas Tech, and you have to split with Oklahoma State. You've got to go into those environments, and I, I think if you know you're going to win the regular season conference title, you know, those are two games you have to have, and somehow you have to find a way to steal one. From Kansas in their field house. And that's, I mean, you saw Saturday, that place will get going in a hurry. Well, and then you had TCU winning at home on Saturday as well. Mm-hmm. So beating Oklahoma. Uh, it, it's a, it's, I think it's a fun league. I mean, is there it, a gimme game in this league? Absolutely not. I don't think there is. Either. Absolutely not. There's nobody you can look and go, you know what? They're not very good. Uh, and, you know, I think you would have said that about Kansas State until Saturday. Yeah, but I I think they they heard it too and said, hmm, okay, 
And Oklahoma, this? and Oklahoma State was reeling a little bit. They dropped two in a row on the road, and now they were playing the number one team in the country on the road, having traveled 3,200 miles last week because of COVID and having to make one of those games up. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Scott Drew had a great point. They're like, they're like number 12 or 13 in the country in, in team defense and number five in the conference. I mean, that's how good the conference is when you're, you're a top – 15 team defensively, but you're in the middle of the pack in the league. <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show you. But look, uh, that one's got to go in the rearview mirror, and you got to go play Tuesday. And you got to get yourself ready to play Tuesday. And, and uh, you know, the, I, the, tu- the Saturday-Tuesday things create the short turnarounds. Uh, Sometimes I, that's good. Well, I guarantee you they probably want to get back on the floor, but uh, you'd like to have a full complement of players, and you'd like to have – an extra day of rest for a Ken Joe. Uh, yeah, if you're 100, percent it's. I don't think it's that bad. But you know, you're right. They're they're down some players, and they're not going to get back by then. They're going to have to just find a way. Now, what does that create? It creates an opportunity for you to help that depth that's been a question mark going into the season, and you knew that. Now you're going to get some guys some minutes that gives you an opportunity because you can't replicate it in practice. It's either put up or shut up, get out there and play and, and learn on the fly. So, you know, in the long run, it may be a good thing for them. We'll find out. 3.30 tomorrow afternoon for the pregame, 4 o'clock for the tip, uh, Central Time, as the Bears take on the Mountaineers of West Virginia. It's 8.12, 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. Let's take a second here and talk about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. It's the best burger in Waco. You know that. Uh, it's It has something to do with that secret seasoning that they put on the burgers. It may have something to do with the freshness of the the ingredients. I mean, look, the, the burger's not cooked until you order it. I Sometimes I wonder if they're slicing the lettuce and the tomatoes after you order it. I mean, it's that kind of deal. Nothing is done to your burger until you instruct them how you want the, the burger put together whether it be with mayonnaise or mustard or let, or whatever the case may be, onions, grilled, it, it doesn't matter. They're going to cook it to your specifications, and they're going to cook it when you order it. It makes it the freshest burger available. They also have chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken sandwiches, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, fries, curly fries, tots, all of those things, onion rings, you name it, they got it. And you know what else they do? They do catering. You're saying, well, I got this big event, but I'm not sure that burgers is the, is what I want for my for my event. Well, they can do it all. I mean, whatever you want done in, in a uh, in a catering situation, just talk to David or talk to Perry, and they're going to get you taken care of. And you can call them at two five four seven five three one six zero three. That's also the number if you want to call in an order for pickup two five four seven five three one six zero three. It is Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We'll see warmer weather today and tomorrow before our next cold front moves in by midweek. We're looking at a high today of 64 with plenty of sunshine. Tonight it'll be chilly, but not as chilly as the last few nights with a low of 38. Tomorrow expect more sunshine with even warmer conditions and a high of 75. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Scott Drew and the Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears hit the road in Big 12 play, headed to Morgantown to take on West Virginia on Tuesday. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 4 p.m. Tuesday for the Bears and the Mountaineers. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Cowboys fall to the 49ers in the wild card round, and Dak explains what happened on the final play of the game right after this. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Once again, Dallas is one and done in postseason, losing at home to the 49ers in the wildcard round 23-17. The Cowboys started slow, shot themselves in the foot with 14 penalties, yet still had a chance on the final drive. With no timeouts, Dak Prescott ran a quarterback draw to set up a last gas play, but it was not to be as he collided with the official who was spotting the ball as time expired on the game and the season. Thought I'd got us in position and thought I had time left to clock the ball. The umpire, all he has to do is come in and tap the ball. Don't necessarily know exactly why the hit happened, I guess. Just tough to accept. And tough for Cowboys Nation to accept as the talented division champs underachieve in the playoffs. We thank you for joining us for this roller coaster ride of the season. With the final report till 2022 training camp, I'm Christy Scales. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 88 
80. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. Eight nineteen, nineteen minutes after eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. As we mentioned uh, earlier today with uh, Jerry Hill in our seven o'clock hour, uh, the Baylor women went on the road and they come away with an eighty-two seventy-nine win. They're down four uh, with eleven seconds to play in the game and find a way to win it. And again, one of the things I was talking about, and I, th- Ward is. Nalissa Smith on the number for the numbers, she had a double double. She had fifteen points and ten rebounds, but they did not have to rely on Nalissa to go for twenty or for thirty in the game. Uh and Queen Egbo uh had uh, ten points in the game. But you look at the guards and uh Asbury had twenty points and Sarah Andrews had twenty five. Sarah Andrews was seven to ten from three point land. And I'm telling you, the second half, I think she was shooting from the parking lot sometimes. I think she was shooting when she got off the bus. Uh, she had a big day for for uh, Nikki Collins' team. And, man, I, I, as we mentioned, 0-3, 1-2, I, I think psychologically it's a huge swing. Huge swing. No doubt. I mean, that, that, that helps your psyche no matter what you're looking at. It helps practice. It helps, you know, film room. It helps. It helps everything. It's a big – weight lifted off your shoulders because you found a way to get it done and you know you dig yourself a a 03 hole it, it's hard to climb out of i i don't i don't care you know what you're talking about that's just difficult especially in this kind of game yeah nobody's gonna wait on you no and you're baylor you've dominated this league for 20 years everybody Everybody's wants some of that pile on yep everybody wants some of that so and, and look, you were playing a team, and again, most of the time you look and you go, okay, Kansas men, absolutely. Kansas women, not so much. But this is a Kansas women's team that was 11-2 and going into the game yesterday uh, and coming off a win at Texas. So they, uh, they were playing well, and it was a heck of a game. It was a heck of a game. And after the game, talking with uh, Derek Smith and, and uh, Sophia, uh, Nikki Collin talked about the game. You know, I think the crazy thing is down four, we made, we ran a perfectly executed play, um, got Sarah on the baseline. She skipped it to Jamie for a wide open three in the corner, and that's the one we miss, you know? And and so to kind of scramble and for Jamie to make the three and, and have that opportunity to, you know, even in, even in that late game situation, know that, hey, they call a timeout. So this is what we're going to run if, if they make two foul shots, but we're going for the steal. I mean, we were very much in, you know, switching everything action on that play to try to create a steal. Uh, but knowing if we fouled, we still had a chance. We didn't have any timeouts, but we still had a chance, and there was enough time, um, even if they made two foul shots. So, you know, huge, huge three by Jamie, um, huge steal by Jamie. You know, and and them fouling. Um, 
you know, it's one of those you look back. I mean, they basically intentionally fouled her, and and uh, they had the lead. Um, so that was that was kind of crazy. But we did a good job of, of of covering up the three point line late, making our free throws, getting the rebound when we had to. So, you know, these guys deserved they deserved to win one of these close games. They deserved. Um, to be in one of these situations and have it go their way. And I've said all year long, like, you know, it, it takes two of our three guards shooting the basketball well for us to, to be good. And, and tonight we actually got exceptional shooting performances from Sarah and Jamie. And, and Jaden even throwing one in off the bench was, was helpful. Her minutes were really good. That was Nikki Collin after the uh, victory on the uh, Baylor Radio Network from Learfield. And uh, the Bears win and uh, improved to two and uh, to uh, one and two in the conference. Elsewhere in the league, Iowa State, 74-60 winners over Oklahoma State. Oklahoma hits triple digits. They beat TCU 100-71. to Tech, a winner over Kansas State, 64-245. And uh, Texas, as we uh, mentioned, beat West Virginia 73-257. And those were all Saturday games. And then on Sunday, of course, uh, Baylor winning over Kansas, 82-79. to 8-24, after 8. And, and now, Ward, for Nikki Collins' team, they get to come home and they're going to play Oklahoma State uh, Wednesday night at the Ferrell Center. They're finally going to get an opportunity to play before the home folks in conference play. Yeah, and that's going to be a welcome sight for them to be back on their home floor. Just, just so many things that go into being able to play at home. You know, you have your home crowd, for one. The other thing is you're – more apt to be comfortable shooting the ball because the backdrop is something you're used to seeing and you get time to work at that. And so, you know, things are, are a little more comfortable. Now you just go out and play and, you know, exhale and play the game and, and defend your home court. And now they get a chance to do that. Like the men's league, there's no easy ones, but this is an Oklahoma State team that's one and four in the conference. Uh, this is one you got to go get. I mean, you you got to take care of your home floor against a team that's under five hundred. You got to go get this. Yeah, and I think you need a game where you can you can play well. You you can you know defend your court, but defensively you play well, and offensively you you just have that rhythm that you're looking for. They need they need one of those coaster games where everything is in hand as you wind down in the fourth quarter. And, and look, everything that they've played so far has been nail-biters in the fourth Absolutely. quarter. Absolutely. Including sat, uh, Sunday's game. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying because they're coming into town that, that that's going to be the case. I, I just think you need one of those get-right games. Mm -hmm. You just do. And uh, we're going to find out uh, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock at the Ferrell Center, 6.30 for the broadcast with uh, Sophia Young-Malcolm and the, the voice of the Lady Bears. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the Baylor women's basketball team, Derek Smith. Old habits. Uh, and I've only done that a couple of times this year, but it, it's an old habit. All right, eight twenty six, twenty six after eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us. We are brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat two hundred one West Loop three forty, just down from Highway eighty four, an award winning dealership for a number of reasons, and one of those reasons is the outstanding service department. The other. Terrific vehicles, including the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition. Terrific vehicle there. Also, the Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. And don't forget, while you're there, to check out the uh, prestigious, all-new 
Jeep Grand Cherokee L-Series, the uh, beautiful rugged third-row seat. Uh, just an incredible vehicle. And they're all available, along with a great selection of pre-owned vehicles, at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can check them out online at allensamuelsdcj.com, or uh, you can stop by anytime. Tell Ted Teague and the staff that we sent you by. It's Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I kind of wanted to root for the Bears, so when I leave the press box, then I can kind of, I can kind of get with it. And we happened to be right next to some Ole Miss people, and boy, they were hollering right in our face when they got that big touchdown. They were feeling great about things. From the moment that kid missed the field goal, it just felt like Baylor was going to go win the game. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Dr. Larissa Callie is the board-certified orthodontist at West Temple Orthodontics. Dr. Callie and her team provide state-of-the-art orthodontic treatment here in Central Texas. Our fully digital office means no more messy impressions. At West Temple Orthodontics, we provide private and semi-private treatment areas and offer Friday and Saturday appointments to help accommodate even the busiest families. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at westtempleorthodontics.com. The smile you've always deserved is only a phone call or a few clicks away. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at universalwindowscentraltexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. The Cowboys spotted the 49ers 10 points and could never recover, losing at home 23-17. The 49ers will go to Green Bay next week. The Rams and Chargers meet tonight to decide who will play at Tampa Bay in the other NFC Divisional game. In the AFC Wild Card games, the Bengals dropped the Raiders 26-19 and Buffalo bombed New England 47-17. Last night, the Chiefs popped the Steelers 42-21. That sets up divisional games between Buffalo and the Chiefs, while Tennessee will host the Bengals. The Baylor women righted the ship with an 82-79 win over Kansas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. At 831, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, let's circle back around and talk about the Cowboys and the 49ers as the Cowboys end their season with a disappointing 23-17 loss. And I'll just be frank with you, Ward, the, the last two months of this season has been disappointing as far as I'm concerned. Uh, my question to you is, is simple. A lot of times you can look at the numbers and the numbers will tell you the game. Was this a game that you could look at and go, the statistics will tell you the whole story. Uh, I don't – I mean, if if you're looking for penalties, yeah. I mean, that's – you look at that and you go, wow. I, I don't know how they were even that – had an opportunity at the end. You just can't have that many penalties and expect to win a playoff game. You can't. just doesn't happen. You know, and, and you can't run the ball like that. I mean, there's there's two stats right there that you can look at and go, okay, I see why they lost. So the first touchdown, I, what were they down? Thirteen to nothing, or sixteen to nothing, uh, b- before they got on the board. But the, again, it doesn't really matter because it's early in the football game, and you've got plenty of possessions left. Don't get away from your game plan. And, and in that, when they finally went on a drive and scored, it started with running plays. They were able to get, and you heard Tony Romo run the. He, how many times did he say it? In in the course of the broadcast, a bunch run the football. They refused to run the football, but in that one series, they ran the football. They, they created balance early in the drive. There were running plays that created balance. Well, it, it makes it pretty easy too because play action pass doesn't work if you don't run the football. I mean, they're not going to respect it if you don't run the football. So it it doesn't it doesn't do anything. I mean, it, it just goes back to football one-on-one you've got to be able to run the ball to to open up the passing game you got to be able to throw the ball to open up the running game and you at least have to make them respect that you have the chance to do that and if you get away from it you're just going to drop back and pass well good luck I'm going to sit back and in in cover three and and dare you to try to beat me because you can't listen not the way Dak's throwing the football we've said this a million times the team that can run the football and create balance is the team and control the clock is the team that's going to win the football game. Mitchell ran the ball 27 times for the 49ers for 96 yards. Samuel ran the ball 10 times for 72 yards. So, look, they've got, what, 109 yards on the ground with their two running backs. The Cowboys, meantime, Zeke carries it 12 times, 31 yards. Pollard, Tony Pollard, four carries, 14 yards. It's 45 yards between your two running backs. Not going to get it done. On 16 opportunities. And don't Not say enough. Don't say we were behind and we, we had to abandon the run and go to the pack. That's bull. You quit running the football because you quit running the football. I don't get it. And I know we've come into this show day in, day out, preaching the same thing. Why don't they run the football? Why aren't they a more balanced football team? Well, why aren't they? <laughs> Somebody's got to have an answer. I, I don't know. I mean, they, they get away from the run, and I maybe that's what the NFL is now. 
maybe maybe it's it is a passing league and i and i don't i don't buy into that but i hear it all the time but i it's still the game of football and if you can run the football you're going to win games Ward, you're the, just going to win them the team on the other side of the field was running the football 37 I, I, times well i'm talking about when you get behind you abandon every, almost every team in the nfl if you get two scores behind they don't run the ball they just don't and i don't get it it's it there's not to me, it's not a sense of urgency because you're two scores down early in the football game. Right. And, you know, early in the second quarter, it's not a sense of urgency. Don't I'm, – I'm with you. Don't get away from your game plan. Just make it, you know, find a way to get it done. Is that on your offensive line? I don't know. Is it on your offensive coordinator because he refuses to, to do it? I, to me, it is. Well, he's had a couple of months to showcase – his, Somebody please hire him. Well, so what's that say about them? If they hire him, that they're hiring a guy that just does not like to run the football. They must be okay with that if that's what they're going to do. I, 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 I know I'm a little – no, I'm not a little. I'm a lot old school. I get it. But r- running the football effectively, as you pointed out, sets up everything else. Mm-hmm. Sets up everything else. Jerry Jones, after the game, talked about the talent pool for the Cowboys. When you get this combination of players together, you need to uh, have success because we all know how it goes in the NFL. The whole thing is set up to take away from the best and add to the ones that need improvement. And personnel-wise, I think we have one of the best. So if you've got a good football team, Jerry Jones, then why can't you win a playoff game at home? When is the la- and I don't know and I probably should have looked it up. When is the last time they won a playoff game? I don't remember. A couple of years ago was it? Because last year they they weren't in the playoffs. No. The year before that, I don't think they were in the playoffs because mm-hmm. they were firing they were firing Jason Garrett the year that they went to the playoffs. I I I think they. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was the year before that. Did Dax won a playoff game. He's been in, what, two? Now three? I think he's played in three playoff games. Irregardless, this team has underachieved for 20-plus years. I don't think you can argue with that, can you? It's just... And there's a million and one potential reasons. But at the end of the day, results-driven, and that's what sports is, either you win or you lose, this team just hasn't played to a very high standard over the last 20 something years 2019 they beat seattle in the wild card so that was the 2018 season then probably yeah yes, 2019 postseason so uh three seasons ago jason garrett's last so, year right no jason was he would have that would have been the 2018 season so his last season was 2019 Irregardless, again, when it comes to the team itself, when is the last time you you walked away from a season and said, you know what, that was good? And and I'm not talking about having – you don't have to win the Super Bowl to say, you know what, this is is the right direction. Hey, they played well. They're going in the right direction. They're trending north. Uh, It's going to get better, and this is a team that has a chance. Well, I can't remember the last time I felt like that about – 
this football team? Don't know. It's uh, it's it's just it's unfortunate, but this is this organization just tends to underachieve, and I think Mike McCarthy is going to have to answer some questions. Why was your football team in Week 18 committing 14 penalties? Somebody's got to answer for that, don't they? Well, you would think. I do they make a change two years into this deal? I don't know. If it's broke, if you feel like it's broke, I think you do. I don't think you know. We we just learned last week that if you think it's broke, you make a change after one year. Look how Coach Cully was treated in Houston, one season out. Yeah, Jerry Jones doesn't do that. Well, maybe Jerry Jones needs to take a good long look in the mirror at Come what on. he does. Come on. Well, I'm just saying what I think, not what he's going to do. I mean, it's pretty clear what he's going to do. I mean, but it's just it's it's just frustrating. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here talking more as a fan than, than anything, but watching that yesterday, I mean, you know, you start yelling at the television, and you're, you, you just don't. I don't get some of the decisions that are made, and, and I don't understand why they – look, San Francisco in their first two possessions just went right down the field with great ease. And then it, it, it kind of – the second drive kind of – they kind of hit a wall and ended up kicking a field goal. But, look, they're scoring, and, and, and they're productive, and you they're polished, they're clean, they do a nice job, and that starts with their coach. I mean, in that staff, I mean, that was it, – it, did that ever look like a fire drill on the San Francisco sideline? No. And it never does. Now, you can say what you want to about the quality of players and where they're going and all that and what happens. Next, but they look prepared to play, and a lot of times the Cowboys don't. So, anyway, what'd you find for me? Yeah, Jason Garrett's last season was 2019, so – the year before, the 2018 season was the last time mm-hmm. that they were in the playoffs. And what'd they do? They won. They beat Seattle <laughs> in the wild card round. All right. So 2018, but I mean, there, there's not a lot of playoff wins over the last 20 some odd years. Just not a lot of playoff wins. No. I mean, just isn't. I mean, and again, I'll ask: When is the last time you, you they ended a season and you felt good about where they were going the next season? Do you feel good about next year with this group? And if no. so, if so, why would no. you? What hope did they give you yesterday that next year will be better? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It's it's very frustrating, but it's I mean. Why, as Cowboy fans, are we frustrated? We should be accustomed to it, right? Exactly. And But that, that carrot keeps getting dangled yeah. out there. Well, you just heard Jerry Jones. We have talent. We have a – Which we is have. a strange statement for him to make after that game. If, I mean, as you so, pointed out earlier in the show, it does that preclude to, there's going to be a change made? I, I don't know. It's not like him. I mean, he he rode Jason Garrett for how many seasons? Mm-hmm. But that was that was his guy. That was his guy. Well, does he want to admit that he was wrong with McCarthy right off the bat? Well, if 
that's the case, he's wrong with everybody he's hired because none of them have gotten it done. None of them. Have they? Jimmy Johnson. The first one. Mm-hmm. Beyond Jimmy. And he ran him off. And it, Right, because. And they haven't been good since he ran them off. That's what I'm saying. Since Jimmy Johnson and, and slash Barry Switzer, because you got to give Barry credit, they won a Super Bowl. I don't give him credit. You don't? I do. He won with Jimmy's guys. That's okay. He still had to coach. He sat on the he sat on the end of the bench and ate a hot dog. Well, he was smart enough to get out of their way. <laughs> there you go. I mean, there's a lot of guys that wouldn't. There's a lot of guys that wouldn't. A lot of guys are going to put their stamp on it. Barry Switzer said, "Shoot, these guys are good. Go play. Good for him." Uh, Eight forty three, seventeen in front of nine. List of Cowboy coaches. Yeah, Switzer after yeah. Johnson, right? Right. Chan Gailey. Yeah. Two playoff bursts. Yeah. Dave Campo. Three seasons. Nothing. Bill Parcells. Two playoffs. Four seasons. Wade Phillips. Four seasons. Two playoffs. Jason Garrett. Ten seasons. How many playoff bursts? Four. I don't know. I'm guessing. Three. Three. Yep. In ten years. Yep. Mike McCarthy. One and two. And one was a COVID year. Right. But, again, this is a team that won the division, finished the regular season at 12-5, and five, but you didn't feel good about the way they ended the year. Heck, you didn't feel good about the way they played the last six or seven weeks. At least I didn't. Mm-hmm. And don't feel good about where they're headed next year. I mean, they came out like not, a house you, on fire. Do you not feel good about the talent, or do you not feel good about the coaching staff? I don't or feel, both. I don't feel good how – the talent, the plan, and the staff mesh together. First of all, I don't think that's a prepared team to play. 14, I'm sorry, 14 penalties is on the coaching staff. I know the players make the plays, but there, there's a lack of discipline when you have that many pre-snap penalties. Pre-snap penalties, in my opinion, go on preparation. Live ball fouls, that's a guy just trying to make a play. I get it, and sometimes you just scratch your head. Why did they do that? You know, but live ball fouls are players making plays. Pre-snap penalties, preparation, preparation. Uh, and again, I sometimes I thought it was just, you know, is is go back a couple of weeks when when they had the kicker and the quarterback on the field at the same time. It looked like a fire drill. Well, burn a timeout. They they had that yesterday too. After the fake punt, they left the punting unit out there and then ran the offense out real quick, and, and it, it did not look good. I don't I don't know what you're trying to pull off there. That I mean, you got the first down. Just get the offense back out there and keep rolling. What, why are you keeping the kicking unit out there trying to get them to burn a timeout for? That drove me insane yesterday. You don't, you don't need to be that cute. You know, and, and if you're reaching in a bag of tricks trying to be cute, then you don't have very much confidence in, in what you're doing. Grumpy old fan talks about accountability. Is there accountability with with the staff, with with players? I mean, you know, if you have X amount of false start penalties, or in, is, is, is there something that happens at practice on Monday like it does at every other level? No. I don't think you treat no. professional football players that way, but – I mean, why is back in the day you would? Why is San Francisco? Why is Green Bay? Why is Tampa Bay? Why are those teams so disciplined, structured, 
smooth, the operation of their sideline smooth. And maybe, and maybe it's not, and we just don't. But it certainly looks that way. It certainly looks like Bruce Arians and 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 and, and Shanahan and, and those looks like they got their. It looks like they're a well prepared football team. May not be the best football team every week, but they look like a well prepared football team. Can't say that about Dallas. Won't say that about them. Don't know. I mean, and I'm just asking questions here. I got more questions than answers. But it's frustrating, isn't it? I mean, when you looked at this team and the way they started and the way they came out of the box and just, you know, even that opening day loss to Tampa. They still look good. You, that's exactly right. They played well. They look good. And they've digressed instead of progressed this entire season, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Well. Particularly after the second half of the season. Well, after after the injury to Dak. I mean, he threw that ball to win the game, hurt his calf. It was never the same. I I maybe he played you know, and I hope that's not the narrative that we hear today or tomorrow with it. He played all season long hurt. Well, they're already saying that Zeke did. Well, yeah, but So so is that why you didn't run the ball because you were afraid that you were going to hurt him more? To, well, then get him out of the game. There's Tony Pollard. How many, how many you know, you, you you had Tony Pollard who got a whopping four carries? I don't know. Ezekiel Elliott played through partially torn PCL. That's That's on the Cowboy website. Anyway. Ah, frustrating. 8.48, we're a dozen minutes away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a speed bump. Did you hear what I said? I'm a speed bump. And if you have cut-rate car insurance, the cost to reattach your muffler could really be a bump in the road. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Recently on Game Time. And we welcome the Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University into the program, Jerry Hill. Highest ever ranked, most wins ever. You know, um, you can argue whether this was the best team ever. I, you know, I still, you know, the 80 team is just hard to beat in my mind. And, I, and obviously you played, I guess, two more games than that team. With this team winning the Sugar Bowl, winning 12 games, I think you got to give the nod to this team. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? Well, you don't have to. La Fiesta is hiring. Come join the family-owned and operated Best Mexican Restaurant in Waco, home of the famous Purple Margarita and famous Chili Con Queso. Join the La Fiesta family today. Great money and flexible with your schedule. Call us today at 254-292-2411 or come by 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. You can also apply online at lafiesta.com. Be a part of the La Fiesta family. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. The Cowboys spotted the 49ers 10 points and could never recover, losing at home 23-17. The 49ers will go to Green Bay next week. The Rams and Chargers meet tonight to decide who will play at Tampa Bay in the other NFC Divisional game. In the AFC wildcard games, the Bengals dropped the Raiders 26-19 and Buffalo bombed New England 47-17. Last night, the Chiefs popped the Steelers 42-21. That sets up divisional games between Buffalo and the Chiefs, while Tennessee will host the Bengals. The Baylor women righted the ship with an 82-79 win over Kansas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 8.52, we're eight in front of nine. Coming up tonight, it's Monday Night Football in the playoffs. Straight up, I, I know as a viewer, this has got to make you happy, Ward White. You're, you are an NFL viewer. I know you are, and this has got to make you happy to have a game tonight. It does. I, you know, I said earlier last week that I don't need a Monday night playoff football game, but I'm so glad there is one tonight. <laughs> now, if you are a part of the, the uh, Rams or the Cardinals organization, would you be happy about having to wait till Monday night to play? Uh you know, I, I don't know that it really bothers you that bad. Um, if you're one of those two teams, one, you you know, you're the only game in town. That's that's good for you. Uh, and I get what you're saying about the short week. Especially if it's the Cardinals because they've traveled and they're going to have to travel again. Yeah, but, I mean, in this league, you, you do that all the time. So, I you know, you, you've prepped for this before. I, I think you're okay, especially if you're healthy. Now, if you get banged up a little bit, that's when it becomes a, a – a different story. Twenty four hours could help. Yeah, could, could decide whether a guy's going to be able to play or not Absolutely. able to play. But if you come out of it healthy and you're okay, I, you know. And look, you, you just want a playoff game. I don't think you care. You're you're moving on. Just go play again. Yeah. All right. You've already got all your prep work done. I mean, the, the scouting report and everything else is done. You're you're ready to roll. So, you know, you're not behind the eight ball on that. You know who you're playing. So you can put that all together. Um, all you have to do is break down, do yourself scout, break down your film, which, you know, that's, that's really at that level is really not on the coaches. They're going to watch it, but they'll have it all broke down for them where it, but it doesn't take them half as long. So, but yeah, you're right. I mean, having, having that extra day might help if, if you're boogered up a little bit. It just, 
to get away or whatever the case. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's – I love it. I mean, we're going to watch. And, again, I think it, for me it's the most intriguing game. And I hope it lives up to the billing that I've given it. <laughs> I, I, I just I, – I like both quarterbacks in this game. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to be fun to watch. You trust Stafford? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, doesn't he? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, you're going to find out if this was, you know, if it was Detroit or was it him. You're going to find out in a hurry tonight. Unless the Rams' defense doesn't hold up to their end of the bargain against. Kyler Murray. Which, I mean. That's a possibility. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I honestly think the Cardinals win the football game. I, I think. I give the, it to the Rams because they're at home. And Yeah, and everybody wins their home playoff games, right? Well, <laughs> should. <laughs> should. Everybody but one team. Everybody but one. Holy moly. You got me thinking about that again. All right, thanks so much. Uh, so, yeah, that's a 7-15 kick tonight. Should be a lot of fun. We'll talk about it in the morning. Hey, don't forget, uh, coming up at 3 this afternoon, it's the John Moore Show at 4 o'clock. Matt Mosley. Don't you know Matt Mosley is going to be – He uh, how's he going to handle this? Somebody talking off the leg. That's exactly right. Look, if we're frustrated, I promise you that dude is. When you poke him, one day he bleeds green, the other day he bleeds blue. He's, he's a huge cowboy guy. And – now they're done. They are done. Incidentally, USFL is getting ready to crank up. You mm-hmm. excited about that? A little bit, yeah. I am. How about the the fact that they use some of the same cities with the same mascots? USFL, I, I like that. Yeah. New, I like that a lot. New York, New Jersey Generals, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what is it? Philadelphia Stars, I think. Yeah, Houston Gamblers. Houston Gamblers. So that'll be San fun. Antonio Gunslingers used to be in there. Yep, yep. So, and I think what they're going to do, I, I don't know this, I'm going to do a little checking, maybe as early as today, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to put them all in a bubble, basically. All of the practices, all of oh, the are games they? are going to be, uh, I think I they're going to be in Birmingham. Wow. I think everything is going to take place in Birmingham this first year. How about that? We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, That'll be strange. Yeah, it will be. But I, I, I think I read that. I think. How I are mean, they going to get all those games played in one location? Don't know. But I thought I read that. I thought I read that everything is going to take place in in one central location, kind of like I think they were going to kind of bubble them. But we'll look. You know, we'll we'll, we'll find out for you. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, Greeny's coming up at nine. He'll be cowboy bashing. Boy, I tell you what, uh, the network certainly has gotten after after the Cowboys, and and you know what, most of the time I get frustrated with that, but. Rightfully so this time. (laughs) We're out of here. See you tomorrow at 7. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, January 20th, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and men's head coach Scott Brew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's.